0: Uh, we are starting off this hour, though, about buy now, pay later changes that uh, the government has announced that it will consider buy now, pay later schemes as essentially uh, a credit product. What does that move mean moving forward? Dr Andrew Gar- Grant from the University of Sydney on the line. Andrew, good morning.
1: Hi Matthew, how are you? All right,
0: thank you. So, buy now, pay later regulation changes. What, what does it mean for people who have used this service?
1: Well, for the most part, the changes are going to affect when you sign up to the platforms. Um, Currently, there's no need for them to do a credit check. You can sign up for one essentially seamlessly at the counter. All they're going to check is that you have a bank account in the form of a debit or a credit card. And now they're going to do a little bit more checking and a little bit more reporting about whether you can afford to repay the buy now, pay later debt, as well as to make sure that you know, um, know, that that the debts are being repaid appropriately.
0: I presume this is all happening because people were getting in over their heads.
1: Well, the majority of people were able to use buy now, pay later products, you know, appropriately. But there is a small but significant fraction of the population, probably around that sort of 20% of the population, who are finding themselves in trouble, whether that's taking out multiple accounts, uh, you know, taking out accounts because they've maxed out their credit card and are unable to access additional credit. These are people who, you know, probably wouldn't be getting credit elsewhere, but you know, they, they're able to access buy now, pay later because of the lack of regulation. Mm. And then they're finding themselves getting in a hole where they're unable to repay their debt.
0: Yeah. All right. So it's it's important for that. That's how. What percentage, if you were to say, would be in that category?
1: Probably, probably around that sort of bottom. 10% of the population. Okay. A, big, a big part of the problem is this sort of includes uh, younger people, people who aren't sort of familiar with using credit cards and mm. understand that they need to pay it off each month. Yeah. These are people who really find themselves in trouble.
0: Yeah, alright, so it's it's been uh, changed and uh, I see most sectors, I don't know about the, uh, the, the providers themselves, but most sectors seem to be welcoming the change.
1: Well, I think it's been a bit of a, a loophole that they've been exploiting and they don't charge interest, and they they only charge late fees, not interest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they don't get they don't count technically as credit, or they haven't counted technically as credit. They haven't had to do things like respond to hardship requests for customers or you know do their responsible lending obligations and that's all going to change so the playing field's a bit more level with other credit providers
0: okay is there a sector that really benefited from buy now pay low i can imagine the the big screen tvs for instance the, the sort of the home products would have been in demand
1: well certainly, you know, the arguments from the buy now pay later platforms is that there has been a substantial uplift for retailers from yeah. from the sales that they get because they wouldn't be making some sales, you know, if you can't afford to pay something up front, but you can afford to pay it off in installments, you can make more sales. Mm. And that's what that's what they're saying. It's like it's getting a new bunch of consumers in that they wouldn't have otherwise had access to. So there is a certainly certainly some benefit from buy now pay later.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, So, moving forward, people uh, optimising this will need to be aware that uh, what the credit rules are. I suppose it falls under normal credit acts and regulations.
1: Yeah. So, it basically means that there'll there'll be a black mark on your credit report Mm. if you don't pay your buy-now-pay-later debt. And in the past, it's been... You know, not really the case that there's been any consequences for not paying off your buy now, pay later, other than, well, they're not going to let you continue to use it. So, you know, it's basically bringing it back into line with things like credit cards or personal
0: loans. Yeah. So uh, for people offering the money then, the the providers of the the, the cash, the buy now, pay later money that helps you get along, so they've got to do a proper credit check now on people? That's right.
1: I mean, that's the the theory. I mean, they're still Mm. waiting to kind of see how it's, Specifically going to be implemented, but a big part of the attraction of these products is that lack of you know, friction when you sign up for it. You know, you can sign up for it in a minute or so at, at the counter when you're at the cash register. Whereas, you know, you signing up for a credit card, you know, that's a, a laborious process and it'll take some time for you to get approved. So, you know, that's part of the attraction. I want it now. I don't have to worry about you know whether I'm going to have problems meeting my uh, obligations as a consumer. So. Yeah. That's that's a bit of a, a big selling point for customers, and they're they're going to lose that, and that might sort of make their advantage go away to a certain extent. Okay.
0: This isn't enforced yet. It needs legislation, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, it's it's you know this has been targeted since uh, the Labor government came in. They're sort of looking at what's the best way to implement it. Where you know instead of you know when you're getting a mortgage, you know how carefully they need to assess your ability. To, to make repayments is quite different for mm. if you're buying a say a $300 item from uh, a department store. I think there needs to be some balance in terms of how how carefully and how closely we need to analyze people's ability to repay these things.
0: Yeah. All right. So the temptation is there clearly for people must have it now. I mean the old days we we'd lay by stuff. I remember in the 70s and, uh, and 80s Andrew, mum and dad would go to a department store, John Martin's usually here in in Adelaide in the day and uh it would we'd go to the lay by department and pay off whatever it was until we, we had it, we owned it and, and then they'd hand it over. And that, that seemed to work fairly well. But I suppose we're all too impatient, must have it now.
1: Well there's that and I mean for the for the retailer, you know, they get to shift the goods out. They don't have to wait, you know, hold it in, in the storeroom out the back. They yeah. can get rid of it now and, you know, get their money up front. I mean yeah. it works well in a lot of ways. I mean it suits the modern day fast paced society for a mm. lot of people, but you know, whether whether we put this new product in and people are able to use it effectively in conjunction with all of their other credit products is really the issue. And I think that's basically what they're trying to sort of cut down on is yeah. that there's been this huge you know, uh, uplift for buy now, pay later because of the lack of credit check?
0: Yeah, yeah. And there it goes. OK, so the government cracking down on that because some people just uh, getting in over their heads. Thank you, Andrew, for your time and explanation. Thanks very much. Sir. Dr. Andrew Grant, who uh, is at uh, Uni of Sydney, a finance expert and lectures in that. Uh, the Buy Now, Pay Later scheme, the government cracking down on that for legislation to come and uh, all the providers I see are saying devil's in the detail as to uh, how that plays out.